0: Well, hello and welcome to everyone who is here for this lesson where I'm going to talk about crazy things people do. Um I should say hi to everyone in the chat and let me just check. Oh, I should check something. Sorry, sometimes I do this wrong. Should I start again? No, I think everything's working, right? Let me just start over again. Hello and welcome to this lesson where I'm going to talk about crazy things that people do. Another good title for this lesson would be Things Bob Doesn't Do. As I was putting the lesson together, I realized that almost all of the things on this list are things that I do not do. I am not a crazy person but at the same time, I realize that many things on this list might be things that you do. So, maybe saying that they're crazy isn't the nicest thing in the world but we have a lesson here today where I'm going to look at a number of crazy things people do. Things that people do because they like excitement and they like doing things that bring that excitement. Before we start, a few rules though. Make sure that you keep the chat in English Make sure that if you have a question, you use the link that Todd or Dave will share in the chat. Please do not ask questions directly in the chat. It usually gets too busy and it's hard for me to keep track. So, if you do have a question about the topic, please use that link to ask that question. That's the best way to do that. Um I do also want to say that um if you at any time during the lesson are wondering um what the link is it does get shared by nightbot and by Todd and Dave from time to time but i think i might have mentioned that already i think we should get the lesson started why don't we do that so a few things uh before we talk about crazy things people do let's talk about a few ways we describe the people that do crazy things Um or exciting things. Maybe I'll just call them exciting things. Uh let's talk about a few ways we describe people who do that. The first way we might describe someone who does something really exciting is we might say they are a thrill seeker. When something is thrilling, it means it's exciting and I realize that thrill is an extremely hard word for English learners to pronounce. Thrill. Thrill. When you are a thrill seeker, you look for things to do that just are really, really exciting. So, you are a thrill seeker, you are looking to do things that are thrilling. Another thing that people who like to do exciting things might do is something called extreme sports. We have sports, normal sports like soccer or hockey uh, or football, Um, but there is another category of sports called extreme sports. Extreme sports usually involve some of the activities that I will be talking about today. Extreme sports are sports where there might be a little bit of an element of danger to it. There's certainly a lot of excitement and a lot of thrill when you watch extreme sports. So again, we have the regular sports. We have the normal sports like baseball and soccer and football. Those are all considered normal sports. And then we have extreme sports and I'm not going to name any yet because I'm going to talk about a few today. We might describe someone who likes doing exciting and crazy things as an adrenaline junkie. When you are scared or excited, your body releases adrenaline into your bloodstream and it makes you Uh, I think think faster and you feel stronger and your heart beats quicker. So, there are people that really like the feeling they get from adrenaline and so they do things that produce it and we call them adrenaline junkies. So, if you are an adrenaline junkie, it means you like doing exciting crazy things that just make you um feel really good and excited and uh happy to do it. We also have the phrase adrenaline rush. When you do something thrilling or exciting, you get an adrenaline rush or we might just use the word rush. Someone might do a certain activity because they get a rush, okay? It's just a really exciting thing to do and they get an adrenaline rush or they get a rush when they do it. Um I just wanna review these for a sec. So, we have thrill seekers, thrill, hard to pronounce but thrill seeker, they do extreme sports. They might be an adrenaline junkie. So, you would describe a person as an adrenaline junkie. Oh, my cousin Joe, that guy, he's an adrenaline junkie. He just goes skydiving all the time. Or you might say that a person is um really likes the adrenaline rush. They do it for the adrenaline rush or they do it for the rush. Um but let's uh I see a Brent from American English saying, just going to the grocery store during COVID gets my adrenaline pumping. Yeah, it certainly is a strange time in terms of how we feel. Um but let's talk about some of the activities that I consider crazy. Some of you might consider completely normal and most of these activities are things that boring uh boring Bob the Canadian has not done. The first is bungee jumping. So, bungee jumping is an activity where you go somewhere high and you attach a very stretchy cord or cable which is called a bungee cord to your body and then you jump off and then when you get to the bottom, you bounce until you stop bouncing and then I think they lower you down or they pull you back up. I think they lower you down but bungee jumping is usually done from a bridge or another structure that's really high in the air where it's safe to jump off of it. Um some people bungee jump with the bungee cord attached to their body in the middle. Some jump with it attached to their feet. So, they jump upside down. Um, none of those are interesting to me. Um, I am not someone who is going to try this anytime soon if at all. Um, I think it would terrify me. By the way, One of the reasons why I wouldn't do many of these things is because I'm afraid of heights. Um I'm not sure. I should do a lesson at some point on fears. Uh one of my fears. One of the things I am afraid of is I do not like being high in the air. So, bungee bungee jumping is not interesting to me because I do not like heights. I am afraid of heights. There's another thing that involves heights and it's called base jumping. This is something that very few people do but base jumping involves jumping off very tall buildings or very tall towers with uh, a parachute. So, a base jumper would climb up to the top of a very very tall building or tower and then they would jump off and then they would deploy their parachute. They would pull the cord. The parachute would come out and then they would safely float to the ground. So, um again, not something i'm going to be doing anytime soon um the idea of being that high in the air is already terrifying for me let alone jumping off the building with a parachute so just the climb would be a challenge for me the climb would be something that i would find uh terrifying yeah that's the word i'm going to use it would be terrifying for me to be at the top of a tall building it would be more even more terrifying to jump off that building not not doing that anytime soon Um the next thing is mountain climbing. So, we have mountain climbing where you climb a mountain. We also have rock climbing or free climbing. There's a few different words to describe people who uh the action of climbing up something like a mountain or a cliff. So, many people will practice their rock climbing indoors. There's actually places in my local city where you can go rock climbing inside. Um where they have walls in the building that you can use to practice your climbing on. You can also go to an actual mountain. We don't have really big mountains close to me but there are places in my area where you can go to do some rock climbing or free climbing. Um usually mountain climbing involves ropes um and you have different kinds of mountain climbing equipment uh in order to climb up the side of a mountain but mountain climbing is something I might do. Not a huge mountain, but that's more appealing to me than the other two that we've already looked at. Um, here's something that some of you might not consider crazy. I've I tried to pick a wide variety of things. Uh, one thing might be gambling. So where I live, there are casinos. If you go to Niagara Falls, Ontario, there are casinos. When you go to the casino, you can gamble, you can bet money and you can try to win money. In the world of gambling, there are things like slot machines. There are games of chance. There are card games. You can play games like poker uh as well as twenty-one. There are a number of different ways that you can risk your money to try and win more money. Um and I put this on the list of crazy things people do. I know some of you probably enjoy gambling. Um for me, um it's a very mathematical equation. I know that the chance of me winning is very slim. The chance of the casino winning is very high and so I just don't find gambling um something that I would do but some people like the thrill. They like the adrenaline rush they get when they bet large amounts of money to try and win some money. So, gambling is definitely another thing that people do uh to get that adrenaline rush or to um if they are a thrill seeker. Um, high stakes gambling I guess where you bet lots of money. I'm sure would really be exciting for some people. Uh speeding. So, I I put this one on because I have a friend who uh really likes driving fast. He shouldn't do that. He should drive a little bit slower but he enjoys driving over the speed limit. So, if the speed limit is 80 kilometers an hour, he enjoys driving 120 kilometers an hour or 130 kilometers an hour. Some young people when they first get their license, they enjoy driving over the speed limit which is illegal. So obviously, you can get pulled over by a police officer and you can get a ticket. But some people find speeding uh to be a rush. They enjoy speeding. I see Brett saying, thankfully, I've never liked gambling. I have a few friends who have a problem with it. Yeah, some people can like gambling a little too much I think sometimes and it can be uh Not a good thing but uh speeding if you're someone who gets a thrill from speeding maybe you should become a race car driver. Maybe you should buy a race car and go drive at the track where it's safer for you to do that. Um so I put this one on because um sometimes just one sec. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um I put stay up all night as something that crazy people do. This is something that I used to do. When I was in my late teens and early twenties. So, a long time ago when I was a lot younger, I would sometimes stay up all night. Um maybe I would stay up all night studying. Maybe I would stay up all night uh watching movies with friends. Maybe I would go to a party and stay really really late. Um but now at my age, I consider this to be crazy. I consider it to be crazy uh to stay up all night. If I stay up all night, I pay the price for several days afterwards. If some of you watch my other channel, you know, I just taught the phrase pay the price. Um you don't always pay in money. If I stay up all night, I pay the price for several days afterwards. That means that I feel I don't feel good for several days after if I stay up all night. Uh the only the latest I stay up now is usually on New Year's Eve. On New Year's Eve, I stay up till one or two in the morning ooh crazy uh, and even that makes me feel a little bit rough the next day uh let's see here um this is something I, I actually don't understand but in north america there are a lot of food eating competitions there are competitions where people try to eat the most hot dogs or where people try to eat the most pies Um, around Thanksgiving time in the US. There usually are pie eating competitions I would imagine. Um I I like eating. So this is one that you maybe thought I would like but I you know it I like eating but I don't like eating a lot but there are competitions where people go and they try to eat as many of one type of food as possible in order to win a prize. Uh I consider that a crazy thing. That people do. Uh certainly, it is a little bit uh over the top. That's another way to describe it. Uh but hey, I'm gonna pause and we're gonna have a look at some questions. I haven't uh answered any questions yet. Usually, by this point in the lesson, I have answered some questions and I haven't taken the time. So, let me get uh some questions up. As I do that, let me say a few things. First of all, I should check my audio. Um What was I gonna? Oh, let me sorry. Things are slipping my mind this morning. Let me say a few things. Uh first of all, thanks for being here. If you are new here, there is a red subscribe button there. Please do subscribe to my channel and come and have a look at all the English lessons I have. There are quite a few English lessons for you to watch. Um and also thank you again to everyone whose name is in green over there. Those of you who are members of my channel, you guys are awesome. First question is from Alexi. Alexi says, it seems that the word crazy has a kind of positive connotation in contrast to the words mad, insane, and lunatic. Or maybe they are all interchangeable things. So, we could use the word crazy as a compliment if you like something. So, if I said, oh, that roller coaster ride, that was awesome. That was a crazy ride. I loved it. I'm using crazy in a very positive tone. If I say to someone, oh, I really like hanging out with those two guys. They're crazy. I we just have a lot of fun when we're together. It means I like the fact that they're energetic and they do things that are a lot of fun. So, we can use crazy both ways. If I say to someone, that guy's crazy. Like that guy, he's crazy. Um that would be a negative thing. So, if someone was yelling outside of a store and getting angry, I might say, oh, that guy's crazy. So, Alexi crazy can kind of go both ways. Mad and insane and lunatic. Sometimes, I will say, oh, I'm mad or he's mad. We're supposed to use the word angry. Angry is how you're usually supposed to describe humans who are upset but sometimes we use the word mad and that's that's fine. Insane means that someone is having mental challenges that they're they're having trouble functioning in the world. Um and lunatic is not a super common word anymore but it does mean a person again who is disconnected with reality. Let's see here. Um Fedora says Bob, I think that teaching French is a is a crazy thing. The French language is so difficult. Nice job. Thanks Fedor. Um I find the French language mysterious and fun to learn. So, maybe it is crazy for me to like learning the French language but certainly Um that is something that's a bit crazy. Mike says, have you ever jumped off a plane? No, Mike. I've been on a plane. I like flying. I like going places but I have never jumped out of a plane. Um so, generally, we say jump out of a plane. Have you ever jumped out of a plane with a parachute? Um I have set off fireworks though. In Canada on July 1st, we celebrate Canada Day. And uh the third week of May, we celebrate Victoria Day and sometimes we will buy fireworks and we will set them off. So, yes, I have. I have done that. Let's see here. Renata says, good morning, Bob. Is there any difference when you say a crazy person and a crazed person? Thank you. Have a great day. A crazy person is the way we would say it. So, if someone again was acting abnormally, In public, we might say that that person's acting crazy. That person is crazy. Um there's a crazy person over there. Just be careful. He's maybe he's had a little bit too much to drink. He's crazy. Um crazed, we wouldn't say. We would definitely say a crazy person. Um (laughs) Rod, Rod, the Brazilian English teacher says, good morning, mister Bob. Although you're not a crazy person. Have you ever taken a walk on the wild side? (laughs) you could share. Have a great Friday. No, Rod, I'm a very boring person, okay? Probably the most exciting thing that I ever did in my life was I went to downtown New York with some friends when I was younger and we walked around as tourists uh and I had my wallet stolen. So, um that's probably the craziest thing I did. Um I didn't know at that time, I was very very young. I didn't realize that the big city has people in it who will try to take stuff from you. So, that was not a great experience for me. I think I was about 19 or 20 years old at the time. Um thanks for the question though Rod. Um, Hafez says, hi Bob the Canadian. Some teachers when their students send them some questions, they ignore them. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I guess it's crazy. It depends how you look at it. I'll tell you this Hafez. I probably skip every 20th or 30th question in the list because sometimes the questions they're just not appropriate or sometimes they're very difficult grammar questions that even I would find hard to explain but yeah you know in a classroom i would say that's crazy teacher a teacher shouldn't ignore a student in the classroom um let's get back to the lesson though for just a little bit and i'll do some questions again Zip lining. I think if you watch my English lesson where I went to Niagara Falls, I think at a certain point, you'll see people zip lining. Zip lining is when you attach yourself to a cable or rope or we actually call it a zip line but it's usually a metal cable. Something really really strong and then it goes from a really high place down to a really low place and you just kind of slide along. So, you hook on to the zip line and you just kind of slide along. This is something I might be convinced to do someday. I don't consider this super crazy. It seems fairly safe in terms of the things you can do high in the air, like skydiving or base jumping or bungee jumping. Zip lining seems relatively safe. so someday I think I will do some zip lining. I think I will uh, maybe I'll go to Niagara Falls one day and see if Jen and I. Uh, can get the courage to go on the zip line in Niagara Falls. But zip lining again, it's a long cable. I would say rope but it's I think it's a cable. A cable is usually made out of metal. It's called a zip line and you hook onto it, you slide down and you are zip lining. Um, I talked about this in one of my other lessons. There's something in colder climates called a polar bear swim. It happens on January 1st. So, many people in Canada, Well, not many. Some people in Canada. The crazy people. So, a a small amount of people will go on New Year's Eve to a New Year's Eve party. They will go home and sleep and then they'll get up early the next day. They'll go to a local lake or river that's frozen and then they'll break a hole in the ice and they'll go for a swim in the freezing cold water. It's called a polar bear swim or a polar bear dip. Um it's they don't swim for very long. Usually people go in, they put their head under the water and then they come out immediately. So it's not something that um it's not like they go for an, a swim for an hour. So a polar bear swim usually done on January 1st to uh kind of kick off the new year with style. Definitely if you're looking for a thrill um if especially if you are from a warmer country, come and do a polar bear swim. I might do this one as well. This would be something uh, like zip lining and polar bear swims. Those would be interesting to me. I think I might do that one at some point in my life. If I do, uh I'll videotape it and show you guys. So, uh if I zip line as well, I'll do that. I'll I'll videotape it. Um so, this is not an extreme sport. This is an actual sport ski jumping so th- when the olympics are happening i like watching ski jumping i think ski jumpers are crazy they ha- you have to be a little bit crazy to go down a ramp and to go flying through the air and then try to land without falling down when you land um ski jumping to me is fascinating i imagine there's a huge thrill when you do ski jumping. It must be a huge adrenaline rush when you're going down the slope and then when you land and you land perfectly, you must just feel amazing. It must be a huge thrill uh when you go ski jumping. Uh, but yes, yeah, ski jumping is something where I will never do. I like to watch it but if the ramp was really little, I might do it. Like when I go skiing, normal skiing, I like going over little tiny jumps but uh ski jumping certainly something for adrenaline junkies or people who like thrills or like to have an adrenaline rush. Um this is something I would do. Um there are places in North America where we have rivers that have rapids. So, when a river has rapids, it means the water turns white because it's going over a lot of rocks and there is something called whitewater rafting. Whitewater rafting is when you go in a raft or a boat. They call it a raft but it's really more of a boat. It's an inflatable boat. It's full of air. And then you go down the rapids in the boat. So, it's called whitewater rafting. Um some companies take their employees whitewater rafting as a team building exercise. I I should ask my boss if we can do that. There are no rivers near us where you can go whitewater rafting. You actually have to go closer to the Rocky Mountains. Close to in the province of Alberta and in the Midwest in the United States, there's probably a lot more places where you can go whitewater rafting. Actually, I'm curious if Brent from American English with this guy has ever been whitewater rafting. It's probably one of the more common things that people do for a thrill uh, is to go whitewater rafting. Um and it's probably a lot of fun because you're with people you know and you see how they have paddles? I don't think the paddles do much. I think you try to keep the boat straight but I'm not sure the paddle uh does a whole lot. So anyways, Brett, have you ever been whitewater rafting? Let us know in the chat if you have. Um so this is something that I actually have never done but I have seen done and I've participated in but I've never been the person up top. When you go to a concert um Sometimes people will jump off the stage onto the crowd and the crowd will hold them up with their hands and it's called crowd surfing. Um sometimes when you're in the crowd that people will lift you up and then you'll go on top of everyone's hands and it's called crowd surfing and they'll just kind of you'll just kind of float around on top of the crowd. Usually happens at concerts. That's where it usually happens where there's many many people close to the stage listening to a rock band and just enjoying really good music and getting really crazy and then eventually people might start crowd surfing. So, Brent says, I've never been whitewater rafting but I'd love to do it one day. Yeah, the kinds of things we can't do right now. It's kind of sad but whitewater rafting obviously does not involve social distancing. So, uh crowd surfing. Um I've never been the person on top but I have been to a few concerts when I was younger. Where people were crowd surfing and I was part of the crowd at least. So, that was exciting for me. Um hang gliding. So, this is another one where you are really high in the air. It's when you start somewhere really high and you have a wing and it's called a hang glider and then you jump off the edge of a mountain or a cliff and then you just kind of glide with the wind through the air until you eventually land comfortably and nicely on the ground. So, hang gliding, another thing that people do. I think some of these things are actually also a little bit expensive. So, if you think about things like rock climbing or bungee jumping, they're things where you either need equipment or you have to pay to use equipment. So, something like hang gliding, I would imagine is also somewhat expensive. It's probably not cheap to go hang gliding. Hey, I'm gonna jump over to questions again. Give me one sec here To Um we're gonna do it a little bit early today again but I'm going to turn on members only chat. By the way, thank you so much to those of you who are members. We're gonna spend about ten minutes where if you are a member of the channel, if you have clicked the join button below to support me and the work I do, you could ask questions in the chat, okay? So, if you are a member, first of all, thank you. Uh, you'll notice members have their name in green. Uh they also get a little crown beside their name. So, that's really cool. Uh you can see that Julia Olis is also already talking with someone uh in the chat. So, that's awesome. But if you are a member, feel free to ask questions about the topic in the chat. Let's see here. Esam has the next question. It says, good morning, teacher Bob. How are you? What's the difference between demented, fool, and crazy Thanks." So, Demented is a word we don't use very much anymore but it it's kind of like a crazy person who does bad things, okay? So, again, it's not a very common word anymore. We have more pleasant words I think to use but when someone's demented, you you have to think about like the really bad guy in a movie. So, if there's a bad guy in the movie who the good guy is trying to beat. We often the bad guys often demented. If you watch any of the Batman movies, the enemy of Batman is usually crazy in a bad way. A fool is someone who does foolish things because maybe they aren't super good at making decisions. So, a fool is someone who's always doing things that just aren't a good idea. So, they make bad decisions. Uh let's see here. Alexi says, interestingly, we never regret the crazy things we did and actually are proud of most of them. It's kind of funny because when you're older, you look back at some crazy things you did and you're proud of them but sometimes when you did them, you were actually embarrassed about it, okay? Um I do have some stories that I can't share here. I do have some experience doing crazy things. I don't want to share everything about my life but There was a time when I did something as a teenager. Um that involved maybe I can tell this story. Let me let me think about it. A friend of mine and I we went on the top of a building when we were kids and we lowered the flags uh to the bottom. I don't know why we did that but uh afterwards I was kind of scared and embarrassed because I felt like we had done something wrong. But then later in life it was like, yeah, when I was a kid, we did crazy things, and then you tell the story. So interesting, Alexi. Yes. That's the craziest thing Bob the Canadian did. He climbed on a building when he was younger and he lowered the flags. What what a crazy guy. <laughs> Sam the Taiwanese says, Hi teacher Bob, is there any daredevil in your family? Uh no. Um I would say each of my children in their own right is Uh, very courageous. Um they do flips on the trampoline. They do things that I wouldn't do but in my entire family, if I think about my cousins and my uncles and aunts and no, there's really no daredevils in my family. By the way, great word, daredevil. A daredevil is someone who does crazy things. So, a daredevil would like drive their motorcycle really fast over a jump or something like that. Let's see. Brent says, oh, good one. The Joker is definitely demented. Yeah, that's the best example I could think of Brent. Often in our superhero movies, the supervillain is demented. We would use we would actually use the word demented to describe that. Hey, thanks for uh joining and becoming a member. Thank you so much. I do have trouble pronouncing names uh but thank you so much for becoming a member. That is very awesome of you. Let me back up. Rod says at 40 something myself. I I myself chicken out a bit to extreme rides in amusement parks. When it's not suitable for pregnant women, I already give up the attraction. So, uh what Rod's saying there is that at amusement parks, you can go on things like roller coasters and um there's a ride at Canada's Wonderland where they take you really high in the air and then they drop you and well, they they don't drop you. They at the bottom, you slow down but I would agree with Rod. At my age, I don't go on thrill rides very often. I don't go on roller coasters very often anymore. Uh, Key Park says, the craziest thing I have done is staying up more than 50 hours to develop photos at night and go to class and during the day when I was in university. Key Park, I would uh agree with you that at that age when you're in university, you can go without sleep a lot easier. Um but that's a lot of that's a lot of hours not going to sleep. You probably felt pretty tired at the end of it you probably paid the price for a few days uh seo woo says hi bob what's the meaning of epic fail thanks so an epic fail would be when you fail at something publicly where everyone can see you and maybe it's a little bit funny a common epic fail would be if you ride up a ski lift at a ski resort and when you get off the ski lift if you fall after you get off instead of nicely that's an epic fail but it's when we describe anything where someone maybe embarrasses themselves a little bit publicly. Someone maybe does something where they fall or they say something funny uh in a public place. Um and then mr 2 r is a new member as well. Thank you so much MR for joining and becoming a member and Julia, thank you for welcoming new members. That's awesome of you. Um let's see here. Rod is welcoming new members as well. Brent from American English with this guy says, I will go on any roller coaster. Does that make me a daredevil? I love roller coasters. So, Brent is a thrill seeker and a daredevil. Unlike Rod and I, he's probably just slightly younger than us and at a certain age, Brent, you'll probably stop going on roller coasters. I guarantee it. Maybe when you're 80, you'll still go on them but at 90, you're definitely probably gonna stop. Uh by the way, I do wanna mention that both uh American English with this guy whose name is Brent. And Rod, the Brazilian English teacher whose name is Rod, obviously. Both also have YouTube channels where they teach English. You should check them out sometime. Uh SEO says, thanks, Bob. No problem. Let's see here. Ruslan has the next question on the screen and says, hello, teacher Bob. How are you today? I'm good, Ruslan. What kind of extreme sport would you like to try? I am crazy about surfing. Best wishes, sir. I think I would like to try surfing. I think that of all of the sports, the ones that are a little more extreme, I like the ones that happen in water or on the ground. I don't wanna try anything where I have to go up in the air, okay? So, surfing, water skiing, whitewater rafting, those are all things that I would certainly try. (laughs) Brett says, haha, we are about the same age. Ah, no, you look way younger than me, Brett. I can't, I don't believe that. Uh let me see. Ario says, Hola, Mr. Bob. Wrestling is an extreme sport. Am I right? So, I don't want to, you know how I don't like talking about politics or religion or sex on my channel? We maybe shouldn't talk about American wrestling either because the WWE, what used to be the WWF, um you could consider it an extreme sport but I'm gonna say something controversial right now. It might actually be more Wrestling might be fake. Oh, did I say that out loud? I'm so sorry. I hope if there are any wrestling fans out there, they're not annoyed by that. But anyways, it's definitely some kind of sport, Ario, And I would say somewhat extreme, I guess. Um there's two kinds of wrestling by the way. There's wrestling like what they do at the Olympics and then there's American wrestling and there's wrestling around the world where it's a lot more of a show than actual wrestling sometimes. Uh, let me see here where am i at. Let me get the next question. Next question is not on topic so i am going to skip it. Sorry about that. Next question as well is not on topic. Uh let's see here. I'll do this one though. Alika says or Alicia says, "Dear teacher Bob, I'm so grateful for your lessons. Anyway, could you explain the following phrases: round the turn and give the public a song and dance." So If you're talking about a project, you can say things like we're about to round a corner or we're about to round a turn on the project. Um it means you're going to start making more progress. There's another phrase where you can say something is just around the corner. That means it's about to happen. So, when you turn the corner or round the corner or round the turn, they're all ways to talk about a change in a project or something you are doing. And when you give someone a song and dance, it means you don't tell them the whole truth. You tell them some of the truth. You just kind of tell them what they want to hear for a little bit. Let's see here. Um let's see here. Brent is saying he turned 45. Unbelievable. <laughs> Any says they finished the full Ironman. It's the craziest thing I've ever done. So, an Ironman is where you swim and then you bike and then you run. I think I got them in the right order and you what that is very impressive, very cool. Uh I've never I don't think I know anyone that's finished an Ironman. Very cool. Um let's see here. Rod says he doesn't like the looping rides. So those are rides where you're constantly going in a circle at an amusement park. Those are not fun rides at all. Uh let's see here. Ethan says good morning, teacher Bob. How are you? Fun to see you today. I appreciate you and your channel. I asked a question already. So, no problem. Eason. Thank you for that. Um Natalia says, in my opinion, I have one adrenaline rush. I can work until midnight for the same money, 12 to 14 hours a day. I'm wondering, are there many like me in Canada? Yes, Natalia, there are many people who get a rush from working long hours at work and making some good money doing it for sure. Let's see here. I am going to get back to the lesson though everybody. Give me one moment here. Um by the way, when I do questions, it is part of the lesson. I always say I'm going to get back to the lesson but uh the questions are good for everyone as well. Uh let me turn off members only chat and let me just uh, remind all of you that if you are interested in being a member, there is a join button below. It helps to support the work I do and I thank all of you who are members. You guys are awesome. Let's see here. Um oh, tattoos. Rod's talking about tattoos. I don't have a tattoo, Rod. Um that would be something someone who is a thrill seeker might do. They might go out with friends and then on the spur of the moment, go and get a tattoo. That would be a little bit crazy. If I get a tattoo, I would plan to get it but if you got one without thinking about it beforehand, that would be a little bit crazy, I think. So, there's something called parkour. It's also called free running and and they're slightly different but both of them involve running and jumping off of parts of the city. So, when you do parkour, you run along railings and you jump over um uh like things like the stairs here or you jump off the stairs and you try to run up walls a little bit and then you do a spin or a somersault in the air. Parkour is something that became very popular a few years ago Um but it's something where if you like running and jumping and doing flips and kind of bouncing off of things, parkour might be something exciting that you can do. Um sometimes when I'm bored, I watch videos on YouTube of people doing parkour where they are running through their city and they're just doing all kinds of really neat flips and somersaults and those kinds of things. Very cool. Very interesting to watch. Um tightrope walking, this is similar to base jumping. Um sorry, it's not similar but it's similar in the sense that not very many people do this, okay? Tight rope walk, rope walking, tight rope walking is something that um the average person doesn't do but there are some people who do this. Um in Niagara Falls, there was a man who wanted to try and walk across Niagara Falls on a tightrope. Sometimes, they will put a tightrope between buildings and people will try to walk from one end to the other. The version of tightrope walking that some people do I think is called slacklining. I'll have to look that up but slacklining I think is a little more common. Sorry, I just thought of that now. Slacklining. Yeah, so slacklining is where you get a line which is called a slackline and maybe you put it between two trees and it's really low to the ground and then you try to walk along the line. So, tightrope walking, definitely for the very very um the people who really want a thrill would go tightrope walking. Again, not something I'm doing. Um skydiving. Skydiving is probably one of the original things that people have done to get a thrill in the modern era. It's when you put on a parachute and you jump out of a plane and then you fall. You go through free fall. Free fall is the part of the jump where your parachute is closed. And then you pull a line to open your parachute. Sometimes when people jump out of a plane, their parachute actually opens immediately. There's a couple of different ways to go parachuting or skydiving. Uh skydiving is something that um I think like I know a few people who have gone skydiving in their life. It's something that you can do. If you are looking for a thrill, you can go skydiving. There's actually a place close to me where you can go and you can pay pay And they will train you and you can jump out of a plane and you can land safely on the ground with your parachute. So, a number of words and phrases in there. We call it skydiving or parachuting. We usually call it skydiving. When you go skydiving, you wear a parachute. When you are falling and your parachute is closed, it's called free falling. You're free falling. Then when you open your parachute, you'll just kind of float nicely to the ground. Could I be convinced to skydive? Maybe. I don't know. Would I do it? You can skydive with another person where you are connected together and it's a professional skydiver who who goes with you and you have the same parachute. Maybe I'll do that. I'll ask Jen if she wants to go skydiving next year. Um this happens in Pamplona, Spain. I am not very familiar with this but there's something called the running of the bulls where on the streets, they let bulls loose and the bulls run and people run with them and try not to get run over. It's scary. I don't, I grew up on a farm. We had cows. We had large bulls. This is not safe. So, uh as a child who grew up on a farm, I would say you should not run with the bulls. It is a dangerous thing to do. Um but maybe some of you have done this and maybe it was a thrill. You certainly would have an adrenaline rush if you ran with the bulls for sure. Um the triathlon. So, we mentioned this earlier. Someone did the Ironman or the triathlon. So, a triathlon is where you start by swimming. When you get out of the water, your bike is waiting for you and then you ride your bike for a bit and then at the end, you run. So, this is for people who are very very fit. You need to be in good shape in order to do a triathlon. It is a challenging, grueling, difficult thing to do. Grueling might be a new word for you by the way. When something is grueling. It's just extremely hard. Um so definitely a triathlon would be grueling. Um moshing. So I'm not sure if you're familiar with this but when you go to concerts if it is a concert for a heavy metal band or a punk band or one of the more aggressive kinds of music there might be a mosh pit at the right in front of the stage. A mosh pit is where people do what's called moshing which is a very violent type of dancing I guess you would say. It's where people aren't dancing to enjoy the beat. People are actually pushing each other around while they dance. It's very very chaotic and it's very very dangerous I think but some young people like going to listen to um, their favorite band and if there might be a mosh pit. Crowd surfing is a little more gentle than moshing for sure. Uh, Vic has become a member of the channel. Thank you, Vic, so much for joining the channel. That's awesome of you. Thank you for doing that. Um so, this is the most extreme thing that I've ever done and it's called a gaming marathon. So, let me explain the word marathon. A marathon is a race that I believe is 26 miles long. You can watch the Olympics. I think it's the last event usually of the Olympics. It is an extremely long running race. But we use the word marathon for anything that we do for a long stretch of time. So, you can go to a gaming marathon which means that you go and maybe you play video games for the entire weekend. When I was younger, I went to many video game marathons where my friends and I would just play video games for hours on end, okay? That's how you describe doing something for a very very long time. Um Brent says, I was in a mosh pit in 1994 watching Metallica. So, Metallica is a pretty hard rock band. Uh metal band, I would say. Um very interesting Rod. What Oh, sorry, Brent. What a crazy time you've lived in, Brent, to have seen Metallica live and to actually been in a mosh pit. Very cool. Um let's see here. Cage diving. So, I actually might do this someday. Um I know it's probably expensive It looks relatively safe, doesn't it? The sharks can't get you if you're in a cage. I've always been fascinated by wild animals. Um and I wonder if I ever learned to scuba dive. When you scuba dive, you breathe underwater. You have a tank of air. Um I might be convinced to go in a cage and to go in the water to see sharks. Um I'm not going to do anything high in the air but certainly things in the water um would be a little easier for me to do. There's something called storm chasing and a storm chaser is someone who chases a storm. This is something that's primarily done in the Midwest of the United States. There's an area in the Midwest. So, in the middle of the United States, there's an area called Tornado Alley. There's a place where there are just lots of tornadoes. A tornado is also called a twister. It's like a funnel of air that comes out of the sky in a very very bad storm. Storm chasing is something people do when they want to see a tornado. So, there are people who chase storms in the United States. A little bit in Canada but mostly, I am most familiar with it in the United States. It's very dangerous because when you are chasing a storm that has tornadoes, those are very high destructive winds. Very high speed winds and very destructive. So, a storm chaser has to be an extremely um yeah. I was gonna say crazy. They don't have to be. They're very scientific as well. The storm chasers. They are just very interested in studying the storms. So, I might be convinced to be a storm chaser. I think I could do that. I like storms. I like watching them. Um but usually storm chasers have specialized vehicles with lots of sensors. Um and they chase their storms. Uh chase storms. So, here we go. There is a tower in Toronto called the CN Tower. And you can do what's called an edge walk. So, if you look at the top here, the CN Tower is an extremely tall tower in the city of Toronto. And near the top, you can go outside and you can kind of hook yourself on with a cable and you can lean out when you're at the top. My brother-in-law and sister-in-law did this and I thought they were crazy but they said it was super exciting and super fun. Um so, I don't know if this is something I would ever do but it's certainly close. I live very close to the city of Toronto. Um maybe someday, maybe someday, I'll uh I'll try it. I don't know. It, it's not something I'm eager to do but I'm curious about it. We'll see. Uh and then hot air balloon rides. This is probably something that most people think is fun and easy to do and not scary. Um but basically, you go in the gondola. The bottom of a hot air balloon is called a gondola and you go in it and they use um fire to heat up the air inside of a gigantic balloon and you just peacefully float through the air. So, you go for a hot air balloon ride. Um some people do this close to special occasions in their life. Maybe before they get married or something like that to celebrate, they'll go for a hot air balloon ride. A funny story. (laughs) A funny story is um a friend of mine who also has a farm, a hot air balloon landed in their field one time because somehow they had a little bit of a problem with the balloon. So, uh Natalia alluded to saying, Bob, are you joking? I'm not sure which one you're talking about, Natalia. About the edge walk on the CN Tower. I don't know. I I'm maybe of all of the things that you could do high in the air as a thrill seeking activity. That might be the one thing that I might be willing to try. Uh, We'll see. I don't know. It it does seem a little bit uh over the top in some ways though. Uh hot air balloon ride. By the way, that's the last one. Let me let me jump over to the questions. Here we go. Let me finish off some questions and we'll wrap this lesson up. Uh, Let me see here. I am going to skip any questions that are not related to the topic remember. So, let me just check things here. Okay, I think we're good. Let me go and find the next question. Next one is from Alex. Alex says, Hi, Prof Bob. I really like mountain climbing. This lesson is awesome. I'd like to bungee jump someday. Alex, you definitely are not afraid of heights if if that's what uh if you are interested in doing that. I give you a lot of credit though. That sounds cool that you want to do that and that you like mountain climbing. That is very awesome. Uh let's see here. Um Lisa says, Hello Bob and thank you for your live stream. I like the term adrenaline junkie. So a u instead of an a there, adrenaline junkie. I think this is one of my favorites. Yep. Yeah, that is definitely how we describe people who like doing uh crazy things like some of the things I've mentioned. Uh Winter Wright says, "Hi Bob, is there any crazy festival or carnival in Canada?" There is not, but there is a festival in the United States called Burning Man. And it is definitely a festival that is um different. I won't talk a lot about it but it's certainly a very interesting festival where people go and it's certainly a little bit crazy. That's what I would say. But in Canada, most of our festivals are fairly normal. We have food festivals and uh festivals where people show animals from different farms but we don't have anything like Burning Man. Let's see here. Um Next one is from Valentina. Could you recommend to me the best places to do crazy stuff in Canada apart from snowboarding? Thanks in advance. See you soon there in Canada. Yep. Regards and hugs from Peru. You know, anytime you go to Western Canada to the provinces of Alberta and British Columbia, you are close to the Rocky Mountains, okay? Those provinces share the Rocky Mountains between them and if you're looking to do more extreme things, that is probably a good place to go. Anywhere in the province of Alberta or British Columbia where you're close uh to the mountains. Um let's see here. Let me find the next question. <laughs> the says, what's the danger of these crazy things? Well, some of them have a lot of risk. When something has a lot of risk, it means that something can go wrong and someone could potentially get injured or die. So, some of the crazy things have risk. Usually, the risk involves injury. So, let's say you like um something like bungee jumping. You possibly could get injured when you're doing that activity but uh, most of these have been designed to be relatively safe. Uh let's see here. Let me just double check. Um Next question. Someone wants to know why they shouldn't donate $200. I don't know. That's a lot of money. Let me skip that. Um I think I might. Let's do this one. Brahim says, hi, teacher Bob. No question. Only I just to say many thanks for what you do to help us. God bless you. Well, thank you, Brahim. That is very, very nice of you and that is actually the last question for today. So, let me go back to this slide and let's wrap this up. Thank you to the 425 people who are here watching. Remember, there is a subscribe button there. If you want to subscribe to my channel, it's totally free and you'll get notified when I put new videos out. You should click the bell as well if you subscribe I think. Um if you want to support me more there is a join button below. If you click that you can actually support the work I do here teaching English on YouTube. I do wanna thank all of my members. Everyone in the chat whose name is in green. You guys are awesome. Uh particularly a shout out to Brent from American English with this guy. Happy Thanksgiving Brent by the way down there in the United States. Uh, and also to Rod, the Brazilian English teacher. Do check out both of their channels as well. Um I think actually Rod interviewed Brent and that video comes out tomorrow. Um I think two o'clock New York City or Eastern Standard Time. Anyways, check Rod's channel. You'll find it there if you want to hear from more of them. Um again, thanks so much for being here. I hope you learned a little bit about crazy things people do. Um I will be doing a live lesson tomorrow at 11 AM Eastern Standard Time where you can ask more questions I know some of you ask questions that I didn't answer because it was not on topic. So, do come back tomorrow and watch that. You guys are awesome. Thank you so much uh for being here and for learning English and for working hard. Um I just think it's maybe that's maybe you learn English because you're thrill seekers. Maybe you get an adrenaline rush when you're learning English. Maybe that's the crazy thing you do in your life learning this language. But anyways, Bob the Canadian here.